Okay, we're ready now. We're doing haunted dolls. Are you excited? I'm excited. I went to the antique shop yesterday, or sorry, a while ago, like last week. I went to the antique shop, and number one, I just saw a guy just like chilling. But at the same time, I saw a whole bunch of dolls, like really old, creepy dolls that were for sale at this thrift store antique shop place. And uh, I took a picture, and if you want to see the picture, go to YouTube and check out that video. But I showed Liv, and I was like, this one in the middle has to be haunted because it, like, feels hollow. And when I, like, tried to leave, and I was like, that's weird, that's weird, there was a woman spirit that came forward and was like, no, you should be, like, concerned that that is not normal for a doll to feel like that. That doll is haunted. And when I showed her and told her that story to Liv, Liv was like, the woman that you're talking to is associated to one of the other dolls, and the one that you're looking at that you think is haunted, it doesn't have as bad an entity as the one underneath it that could possibly make things move around. (laughs) Hi, if you're new to this podcast, I'm Liv, and the girl that was just talking was Em, and we're your meta sidekicks. Who? I think that we should do, like... Who? <laughs> a better intro, you know? Like, people don't know who we are unless we just say what we're doing. But, like, if, you, if you're if you new. No, you have to watch every content piece we put out. Uh, it's, it's vid- a, the video the video that <laughs> M was talking about will be linked in the description below. The show notes, if you will. And uh, we're psychic mediums. We talk about all metaphysical topics because our name is Meta Psychics and we are your sidekicks to everything metaphysical. And we're going to be talking about haunted dolls. Yeah. If you didn't get that from M's scary thing that well, she told said, me last week. We're talking about haunted dolls. <laughs> God. I gave the topic. It's going to be a good time. So I researched this this morning when the sun was coming up because I couldn't do it last night when the sun was down because. I don't believe you. That would have been fine. Well, yeah. Now that I know what I was researching, but oh. I was under the impression that I was going to talk to some ginger haired freaking marionette doll that I ended up not being able to find on the internet. So, you know. That's interesting. Say la vie. Well, can you talk to her now or talk to it? Him? It's a him. It's a him. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like he's attached to the doll that was being sold on eBay, which is why it's only one doll from whatever his name is. Johnny Mahoney, I think, was the doll's name. It makes clicking noises. Gross. Well, yeah, because it's a marionette. I know, but I didn't know what a marionette was until you were, like, telling me that's the thing on the strings. Yeah, but I see him, like, made of wood. And yeah, he, like, that's what it sounds like. Tippy taps when you move him. Tippy taps. <laughs> tippy tap, tippy tap. <laughs> but, yeah, we're talking about haunted dolls. And, no, we're not talking about what the internet likes to call, hilariously, the holy trinity of dolls, which is, like, Chucky, Annabelle, and Robert the doll. Today, I might sneak it, though. We are talking, well, yeah. <laughs> I might sneak it. We're also twin flames, and M loves everything that's darkness and scary and whatever, and that is not me. I'm the complete opposite since we are twin flames. If you don't know what twin flames are, we have a podcast and whatever about that, too. But she might tell you things that she knows because she watched scary things. I don't watch scary things. I listen and, like, watch, like, butterflies yeah. and unicorns. Because I watched the Annabelle movie. It would be very hard to research Annabelle because there's a lot of false information about it because there's a movie about it. And in the movie, they did not know what happened before the like last owner had the doll. They didn't know what happened. So they kind of like 
I don't know, cinematized it. But when I was watching it, there was a man that came forward who, I don't know if he's the maker of the doll. He was the original owner and he gave it to the girl that people refer to as Annabelle. Not the doll, but the girl that died. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I thought it was weird that last week when you made an aside to Annabelle, because we mentioned that we were going to be doing haunted doll this this haunted dolls this week. Jesus, my tongue. Um, I saw this weird blonde haired girl wearing like a pink and white dress, and she was like, mm, I don't know, like three feet tall, standing next to me, and she gave me creepy vibes. But I was like, why you don't actually look like that? I'm like, and don't you aren't you supposed to look like? Well, it's weird because I didn't know what the actual doll looked like because. I saw on my left-hand side a Raggedy Ann doll. So the doll itself was like, no, this is what I look like. Or something, some other spiritual thing that I couldn't perceive was like, this is what the doll looks like. The thing that you're seeing is weird and spooky. And I was like, okay. And then I asked Emma, I was like, does the doll look like this? And she goes, well, yeah, in the movie, but the real doll looks like a Raggedy Ann doll. So I was like, we're just going to leave that there. Yes. (laughs) So... I am not doing that. That's a lot. That sounds like a lot of scary stuff. And I don't have enough, like, I don't know, wine and Doritos to make me feel like I'm safe talking about that. Well, yeah, that's why I was talking to the man and not a little girl. Like, when I was watching the movie, he was very much like, you're going to talk to me because you're not going to be able to tell the difference between the doll or the spirit in the doll versus the little girl, my little girl who died. Because I see a little girl that's like, God, I'm really bad at ages with children. Anywhere between five and seven. And she has like dark colored hair. And she, I feel like, passed away because she became very sick. But I'm not entirely sure if the doll was haunted before she got sick or after she died. But I also find it interesting that the doll we're going to be talking about today a little girl passed and then the doll became haunted. So. Ah, interesting. I just picked it it because uh, Em and I are weebs. She's more of a weeb than I am, but we both like anime and Japanese culture and things like that. I'm much more into like Japanese religion, if that makes any sense, because I really like how they mix Hindu Buddhist things with other stuff. It's great. It makes me excited. (laughs) I don't know. I'm all into that stuff. But today... We are going to be talking about Okiku, who is a haunted or supposedly, I should put supposedly in front of everything, haunted doll in Japan. Are you ready, Em? Okay. We did the video already, but when we do haunted locations or haunted things, Em and I are psychic mediums, and one of us does the research on said place or thing, and then the other person doesn't know anything about it at all, (laughs) blindly. And we give our impressions of what it is based off of very little context clues. And then share the history and context around with you guys. So, Em, based on the name, what do you see? Because when she did this in the video, dude, I almost pooped your pants. <laughs> yeah, so in the video, I she told me just the name of the doll and I got no other, other information from her. And they immediately started showing me this, like, doll that looks, she kind of looks like a uh, like American Girl doll, like the thicker kind of dolls, not like the small dolls or the really big dolls. And she had dark eyes, but they looked like glass, like really round, like they could uh, close if said that could happen. 
And she had dark hair that was about shoulder length. Yeah, which is weird. So when M says they, we should specify that she's talking about spirit. And it's not just one spiritual thing. It's kind of like... As mediums, when we get information, we are not only talking to the spiritual being or souls that have passed, but our spirit guides also give us information. So between those two, uh, like, I don't know, places of information, we get one consolidated sort of thought or perception of whatever it is that we are getting information for. So when she says they, that's kind of roughly who she's referring to. Who gave her the doll? Who gave the child the doll? Her brother. Her brother did? Yeah. And she had a mom and a dad. I feel like her dad gave her the doll on behalf of her brother being there, which is weird. Well, I feel like there's a woman talking to me and I feel like it's her mom. Oh, maybe. Go with that. I mean, that didn't happen in the YouTube video. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you were like, well, when she says we or they, it means spirits talking to her. And I was like, my spirit guides aren't talking to me. And that weird thing in the doll is not talking to me. But then who's talking to me? And it, I see an older, like, woman of Japanese descent. That's cute. And it, it's not a scary feeling like the doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to her brother when, at least I think her brother, when I was doing the research this morning. And he's the one that was explaining it to me on behalf of her. But she also came forward. Um, but we'll get into it. You guys don't know what we're talking about. So. Okiku is a doll that is in display or on display in Japan. Precisely, it is on display in the town of, and I'm sorry if I make any sort of pronunciation errors, Wamizawa Hakuadio, Hakuado, Japan. You're welcome. Good luck with that future editing in Olivia. <laughs> so sometime around 1918, In Japan, a man or a young man by the name of Ikichi Suzuki bought a doll uh, for his sister. And his sister was two years old at the time. And the doll looked like it was 40 centimeters tall, which is about 16 inches for all of us people that are not only in the United States. And like what? There's one other place that uses feet. I don't remember. Anyways, 40 (laughs) centimeters or 16 inches tall. And the doll was dressed in traditional kimono with shoulder length bob. And the shoulder length bob hair was very dark black almost or dark, dark brown, if not black. And it was trimmed in a bob. And the bob in Japanese um, language or the hairstyle is called okapa. And she had black eyes and hair. And her hair was straight, which is super, super cool. But the traditional kimono, it was really pretty. It's like a white and pink color, Mm -hmm. you know, with like all of the, I don't, it's not embroidery, but like the design on it. I don't know. I like kimonos. I think they're pretty. Yeah. But anyways, Akichi gave the doll to his youngest sister, who was two. And depending on the story or the like, I don't know, rendering of the story that's being told of this, the sister's name was either... Okiku, which is the doll's name, and they some stories say that the she loved the doll so much that she named it after herself, which is Okiku. But then other stories say that her the girl's name was actually Kikoko or Kyoko. So it depends on what story you're reading. However, 
The little girl loved the doll because who wouldn't? It was like super, super pretty. Well, there's, I'm said that there's a picture on YouTube, but yeah, it was great. She would do whatever little girls do with dolls. I don't know what that is. Like I'd never really liked dolls. I don't know. Eat with it, play with it. It's like a best friend. I had imaginary friends. I didn't be the same like an thing. actual doll. Yes. It would be imaginary friend, but it's a physical doll. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have those things. <laughs> Tragically though, the next year, uh, Akichi's little sister died. And some sources say it was yellow fever. I don't think it was. I think she just had the flu or a cold. Um, And the family wanted to bury her doll with her, but for whatever reason, they weren't allowed. So instead, after burying um, Akichi's little sister, they made a shrine for her in their house. And in the shrine, they put the doll. And every day, or however however consistent it is for Japanese culture... They would pray to the doll or, I don't know, is it pray? I don't think they'd pray to her. It wasn't like worshiping either. I don't know what word to use to describe I a think shrine it's pray. for the doll. Um, well, I'm not entirely sure the religion, but usually I feel like in Asian cultures, they, uh, I don't know if worship is the right word, but they value their ancestors mm-hmm. so that would make sense of why they have a shrine for her okay yes. so they made a shrine with the doll for their lost daughter sister and in 1938 they were moving however in the span of when kikoko or kyoko whatever the little girl's name was she weird things started happening in the house before they moved Weird things were like lights were turning on and off and family members retold stories to others that they would have dreams about the doll, which is interesting because it's not the little girl, it's the doll. At least that's how I read it in the different sources that I was reading. It was the doll that they dreamt about. And after dreaming of the doll, the doll would be or would sometimes appear in the room next to them when they woke up, which is creepy to me. Yeah, and also when I uh, was watching Annabelle, I also had nightmares about Annabelle. Oh, really? So. I f- oh, yeah, you know, you did. Yeah. You were having <laughs> a dream with Alexis. <laughs> yes, I was having a, fr- a dream with my friend Alexis, and uh, we had a fight in a room downstairs of this really old house. In and your I dream? Walk- yes. Okay. And I walk upstairs, and there's a little girl that is from the movie that I watched that looks like the girl in Annabelle. And her eyes glowed like a cat. And I was like, hey, Siri, why is your eyes glowing? And she just scary laughs. And I turned around and went back downstairs. <laughs> and was like, oh, I'm going to go rather fight with my friend than deal with this shit. But yeah, when I woke up, I felt like uh, the animal doll was standing in my room. So there's that. That's horrifying. Yeah. Because you said that weird things happen. This thing, it touching. It's touching me. That's gross. Yes. It feel, it's like down lower on your body because they're small. They also like crawl up on my shoulder. Oh, Kiku does? It's this doll thing. Gross. Yes. And then I hear like ch- children laughing. Yeah. I hear the children laughing. Well, in addition to the nightmares and the dream or the lights turning on and off or dreams, I guess, the family would also experience voices and yes. weird sounds in the hallway, like banging and knocking and stuff like that. And it's very much, it mocks this little girl's voice mm-hmm. and mocks this little girl's appearance. Ugh. Yes. Gross. Because I see the little girl 
but it's not the little girl. I see the little girl holding the doll, and you see it at her feet, and then when you look up at her face, she doesn't have eyes. <laughs> They're just black, and she's covered in this black, sticky stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yes. weird. I don't like it yeah they sh- it keeps showing me like flashes of it because it's like ha 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 because it's not it's not as scary as annabelle or that other dolls whatever that guy's name is robert <laughs> yeah because those dolls feel a sense of impending doom um this doll is more like thinks it's funny like ha 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 <laughs> gross yes that's what i keep hearing and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> Anyways, the family um before they moved brought in shamans and like spiritual leaders to see what was going on with the doll and I guess according to the stories they were all like, "Yep, the spirit of your daughter is in that their doll." And they were like, "Okay, cool." So they just lived like that with weird happenances and paranormal activity in their house because they thought that it was the soul of their lost family member, their little girl in the doll and I think it's weird because I was like okay I can understand that and I don't want to like I don't know I don't want to tell a family or I know they're probably all past or at least most of them are past like that wasn't the case well yeah I mean as long as it didn't hurt them but the little girl I want to say Achiki or Akichi sorry Akichi was talking to me this morning he's like yeah no we did think that but like it's not that and it's fine because like it didn't hurt us and it doesn't hurt other people but like my little sister's right here and it's like this weird thing that he was talking on behalf of because like am I see like I see the dark eyes and the dark eyes are like slippery black shiny glass almost looking I know it's a porcelain doll but that's what it feels like and I feel Mm. very cold and like I could slip and fall and this big giant dark thing that looks like cold dripping tar that has the outline of like Maleficent but also mixed with the Grim Reaper and it's like five to six or like six or seven feet tall. I see the thing from the movie the alien or Prometheus or something where the like sticky thing goes into someone's body and then mutates so that it's human-esque but it's still an alien looking creature it's like black and its head like goes back but i don't think it has eyes but it has crazy teeth gross that's what i see i'm glad that they're at least similar i've never seen that movie so can't can't (laughs) use that as something to see i don't generally see that because uh it likes to be seen as the little girl because it's creepier Mm. for me at least because i'm like that's pretty cool. You look like an alien type thing. And he's like, and he's like dripping. And I'm like, yeah, it's, that's pretty fucking cool. He's like, fine, let me show you this creepy little girl and we'll touch you and we'll make little girl noises. Kind of like that, that dream you had of Annabelle, because that was scary for you. So that's how I, that's how I'm seeing. Gross. Yeah. When I see the paranormal activity that happened in the house, when everything first started, I feel like this thing was very little and it was like brown and it would make like mischievous type things that's why there was like knocking and banging and it would move things and stuff like that but I don't know anyways the shamans told the family the Suzuki family that it was the soul of their child in the doll which Emma and I don't think it is um well they were also telling me because I was like I'm still trying to figure out what a poltergeist is because people have a different idea of what a poltergeist is a poltergeist what people think is some kind of dark energy that is created from other people so 
as a psychic medium, they believe that if you have negative energy, so if you're angry all the time, you're dealing with depression or whatever, you manifest your energy into a poltergeist activity where it's like a non-sentient being that makes noise, a.k.a. throws things across the room. And they're explaining to me that it's kind of like that, but it's not them creating a dark entity. It's a dark entity being attracted to them because of the circumstance. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a Holcrux. So they talk about Holcrux in the Harry Potter series. So when you kill someone, it like creates some sort of black magic that allows you to split your soul. So that is what they used to equate of it's such a horrible thing to lose a child that that energy attracts very strong dark energies. And then because they're so upset about it, especially because there's this doll that looks very similar, they then put all of their dark energy or negative sad energy about losing a child into this doll and like it attracts it evolves the thing that's there Mm -hmm. it's weird so that's why it looks different now yeah so the the weirdest thing i would say about this doll is like we said when the doll was first gotten for the um, akichi's little sister the doll had a uh a bob haircut i like the name that it's called though i want to say it again (sighs) okapa had an okapa hairstyle and so they had the shrine for their for their family member the little girl and one day after a while they noticed that its hair was growing that is the freakiest thing like okay weird bumps and noises in the night you know dreaming of the doll and it's sitting next to you but then you wake up one day and you're like all oh, this stuff is really weird and then its hair is longer so what do you think make the hair made the hair longer? I don't know, but it's weird. It, well, it's obviously like the thing that's in the doll because well, yeah. it's trying. But as a medium, what do you think is making her hair grow? That is not something that I can answer with a mediumship. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand how something spiritually could physically manipulate something like that in a way Mm -hmm. that I could explain it to you. Like we understand that it's just energy, but if energy is put into something, I'm sure it can manipulate something like that. Mm -hmm. It's weird. But her hair also gets like, it's like then the first picture, it's so like nice and neat and pretty and like shoulder length. But then the next picture, it's like long and scraggly and girl has split ends. Just saying. So like, aren't they cutting it? Well, yeah, they're cutting it, but also the hair, like the quality of the hair changed. So I don't know if it's just age. Maybe they're just taking what material they have, like the dark thing in the doll, and like lengthening it. Almost like as if you were to like untwist a string and it starts to get all frayed, but it's longer. I don't know if this is real, (laughs) but they're, they're showing me like um a record player like skipping Mm -hmm. um and to me that it's equating to it's equating to a lot of things it's like how the space-time continuum works so there is a universe where it is longer so it's kind of like layers them on top of each other like skips through time does that make sense 
I can understand what you're throwing down. I'm getting in a clear cognizant thought based upon this image of a, a record player skipping. That's weird. So it's a lot of things happening in my head at once, but they're saying there's a whole bunch of other universes and timelines and times that they can pull from to make it appear like the doll's hair is growing. It's not necessarily growing, but if they pull a doll from a past time or a future time or a time from another parallel universe, they can make it appear that it's longer. Mm. And it just like They're pulling matter from different dimensions. Something like that. Okay. But it's not in the same idea of what you're thinking in a physical way. I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know if that's like real. I don't know. This whole thing makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) So the hair was growing. And I think that the reason that the spirit did that or the dark thing that's attached to it is to give it the appearance of it being like an actual child. Because if the family is like, it's my kid, I'm going to take care of it. And then when they leave, the thing was, is when the family left in 1938, they thought that the quote-unquote magical abilities of the doll was directly related to the proximity, the close proximity the doll had to the daughter's actual grave. So they're like, we don't want to take our child's doll away from the grave because then the connection between the physical object and the soul would wane and then its magical abilities would be lost and that's not fair to our daughter who's in the doll. So they thought that if they moved the doll, the daughter wouldn't be able to manipulate it anymore. So they left it there and they put it or entrusted the doll to a local temple. And the temple's name is Menenji Temple in what I said at the beginning of the podcast. So Awamizawa, Awamazawa, Hokaki Godo, sorry. I'm really, I I can't say it. It's really hard. Hakakido, Japan. So now since 1938, the priests and holy men of this temple have been taking care of uh, Akiko, which is super weird or Akiku. Um, And according to the priests and like holy men that live there and take care of Akiko she's in her wooden box shrine Em and I think it's the original shrine from the house but we actually don't have contextual evidence of that on any of our sources but it's can I stop you yes they're explaining more of that thing I just told you okay I don't know how to get the words out of my head though so it's gonna be interesting okay so we understand time moves forward. However, we have figured out that when you make decisions, time branches off based upon each option of those decisions. Okay. So there is a parallel universe of me making the opposite decision of what I've made. Is there a universe in which we're not friends? Probably. Man. <laughs> However, they're showing me like a timeline crossing the timeline that's here. And it's like one timeline hitting another timeline and it's like having a translucent piece of paper go over the doll so that this timeline hitting the one that we're on is making the doll look different. Maybe in an alternate timeline, the doll's hair was long when he bought it and now it's getting shorter. (laughs) 
Do, 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 do. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Anyways, the holy men or whoever takes care of the temple in Japan. I apologize if I am offensive. I don't know anything. I'm uncultured and yeah. Um, are taking care of the doll and they have been able to, I don't know, like clarify or justify or whatever um, some of the paranormal activity that the Suzuki family would talk about. So things being moved, having dreams. Dreams, I guess, is like the biggest one for the people that take care of the doll. Um, one man or one priest actually said, um, when asked, like, why do you cut the hair of the doll? Because this is a thing, guys. They literally take care of the hair. They give her, like, trims. Because he had a dream, right? Yeah, he had a dream. And the doll was like, this is what I want. And I guess they're like, well, I guess the scary doll gets what it wants. Yeah, because in the, in the YouTube video, I explained to you that his dream was not the doll telling him to cut its hair, but something else. Because... They were showing me how people believe that your hair carries trauma, like the energy of trauma because you've had it for so long. Oh, is that why like I cut all my hair off and like Britney Spears yes, cut all of her hair off and like well, Halsey cuts Britney all of her Spears hair off? Britney Spears did it for a different reason, but that's not what we're getting into. But that's what like Leave equates to if you get in a breakup, you cut your hair off because you're releasing trauma from that. Mm. Um but that's what they were equating to this doll. When you cut the hair off of the doll, not only are you putting your energy into changing something about the doll, but you are also metaphorically or idea speaking, cutting the trauma or the dark energy away from the doll. It's also... So some spiritual being told the priest this. I feel like it. To keep them safe. Because I see a different spirit manipulating his dreams. It's that is a light being. Weird. It's so weird. Uh-huh. I Makes don't know if that's true because it's <laughs> fucking weird. However, that's what they're telling me. I don't know when they started measuring how much hair the doll has been growing, but according to the interwebs, the hair since it's been, I don't know, documented, it's grown 25 centimeters or 10 inches. And I looked up the actual like average hair growth of a human being and it's six inches a year average because I just wanted to know if the amount of hair that it's grown is equatable to like an actual person. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't know when they started measuring how much hair it's grown. Cause like if they started measuring it in 1938, it ha- I would, I don't know if 25 centimeters is consistent with them measuring it in 1938, then that's like not as scary. But if it's like 25 centimeters divided by six and that's how many years they started measuring it, then that's scary. But I also wanted to know what the hair would actually be made out of. Because Em and I might be psychic mediums, but I'm also super skeptical. Just because <laughs> I talk to dead pure, dead people and spirit guides does not mean that I also don't constantly question existence and everything that I do as being valid or real. So I was like, well... I want to know if there's some way scientifically that existing hair in a can certain grow. Yeah, because like, well, what if I was just when wanted... it's not attached to a head? Yeah, I wanted to know like maybe a certain material would like get too synthetically many synthetically grow. Synth- that's a that's a long piece of strand to just start growing. Yeah, you, like, put it in water like those weird things that grow. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, maybe there's like mold and mildew and it like takes the particles from the strand of the hair and then like grows like, I don't know, mushrooms or moss or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rock candies. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, 
before I looked up any of that stuff, because that's just as preposterous as the fact that this doll's hair grows. Um, I guess the when they gave Okiku a nice trim on her like spa day, they took the hair and sent it into a laboratory, and the lab scientists were able to run an analysis on the hair, and it actually is human child hair. I don't know how you understand if it's child hair or not. I would just say that it's human hair, but I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing just makes me really uncomfortable. Well, duh. So I think that's fairly uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, it's gross. So all the weird things happened to the family. The family thought that it was haunted, supposedly, or like honestly thought it was haunted by its um, it, the child that owned the doll. And now in Japan. You can actually go to this temple and, like, check out Okiku. And according to the people, the tourists that like to, I don't know, spend their time staring at Okiku, they uh, said that when they leave, they'll have dreams like M did of Annabelle. Creepy as shit. And they will, um, oh, it's when they're staring at the doll at the temple. They have, like, this weird perception that the doll's mouth is opening so they'll get closer, and when they look closer at her mouth, they are said to see children's teeth sprouting out of gums. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Because it does the same thing that I just explained to Gross you. Gross teeth? But it, like, does it visually. What like doll has teeth? Well, it doesn't. In some dimension, there's dolls that have teeth. They're showing me, like, you know how... Um, I mean, I'm not trying Light to laugh years? at you. I'm just. I, I'm aware. Okay. I am. I, this is weird. It's really because they're showing me a whole bunch of things about time. Because they're like, remember that one listener story from that one podcast that you listened to where in band camp that guy is stuck in a time loop. Oh yeah, they're did you showing ever me watch, that. Did you ever listen to that one? No, I don't know which you one did. it is. I can't find it either. <laughs> they have so many listener stories. <laughs> yeah, number <no>. one. <laughs> but also, they're showing me. It, it it's easier to do it visually. It's similar to like how we see stars, the the light years, like how long it takes light to travel. Ah, the star might actually actually be dead. That's like kind of like what it's doing. Ah, yeah, gross. Because it has manipulation over space and like time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, long story short, there, as far as M and I can understand, there is not the child soul of. Kikoko, Kiyo, Kik, it's K-I-K-U-K-O, Kikyo and Kyoko, whatever name little Suzuki actually had. Um, it's not her in the doll. It's some weird thing. And M and I as mediums believe that the reason this thing is now in the doll is because the family prayed to it, but with a lot of sadness. And that attracted some sort of lower dimensional dark entity to become attached to the doll and manipulate them so it's weird and some people might be like well how is it that they knew uh the what the little girl looked like and how is it that the dark thing could use memories and the image of the girl to like i don't know manifest itself in people's like the family members dreams so that they thought that it was actually the little girl if you guys don't know when I'm talking or when M's talking to souls, whether they are spiritual beings or human souls, like human souls, they know, see, hear, and feel everything. And I know that sounds preposterous. Preposterous! But I like that word. It's funny. Say it. Dow. 
Um, they, I explain it when I give readings to people, but the short and curly of it is that they know, see, hear, and feel everything. It's not something that's overwhelming and present all the time for spirits or spiritual beings. It's like if you wanted to know something, you just would think about it and you didn't have to search for the answer. It just was there. Collective conscious. Yeah. But sometimes it bothers people. They're like, well, if my lost loved one or past loved one knows, see, hears, and feels everything all the time, isn't that horrible? Isn't that really overwhelming? And I asked them and they're like, no, it's not like that. It's just that literally our mind is Google search, (laughs) I guess. What do you mean? (laughs) They type in, like, whatever it is. You mean us physically. They just know things about our head. About everything about us. About everything about everything. Google search. Yes, we ask a question or they need... I'm just trying to understand your analogy. (laughs) Yeah, it was not that good. (laughs) Anyways, they hold the knowledge, so... But it's not like overwhelming. I don't know. Somebody asked me that, and they seemed very, very perturbed. So they just have an understanding of everything, mm-hmm. because now they are just consciousness. But that's why this weird, scary thing was able to make itself look like the girl, because it knows those things and it knows the memories and things of the people that it's manipulating. So it's super gross, and I don't like it. But I wanted to add this little thing into the podcast because I thought it was super interesting. So in the different, I talk about how there's different renderings of the story and that in the different renderings, some people say that the little girl's name was Okiku and that she named the doll after herself, like directly. And then other stories say that her name was Kyoko, you know, so on and so forth. I don't think that the little girl's name was Okiku. I think it actually was like Kyoko or Kikuko. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, it's not. It was similar, but it wasn't the same name. Now, so we're talking about how there's like this weird spirit thing around it, right? In our podcast that comes out before this one, before this one, two before this one. I think it's episode 44. No, yeah, it'll be 44. Episode Podcast episode 44 is going to be about manifesting things from nothing which is super, super interesting. And I wanted to know, Em, what your thoughts were of if this is something that is manifesting, because there's two types of manifestation that we talk about in podcast episode 44, and it's active manifestation and like, well, I mean, they're both active. One is drawing things that already exist to you, and the other one is using your energy to create something from nothing. It's two types of manifestation. So with that being said, and the spiritual creepiness that we've already talked to that's associated with Okiku, I think that the doll was named by the girl, not after herself, but after a character in a play. And I talk about this a little bit in the video, but I don't go into it like in depth. So in 1741, there was a play that was created, and I think it's pronounced, and I'm probably wrong, Banchu Sarasiki or Sarayashiki. So Banchu Sarayashiki. And that translates roughly into the dish manner. And it was a kabuki play and it features the character Okiku. And Okiku is a woman. There are different renderings of the play after its original one in 1741. And I'm, I, I think the original one is in 1741 but I'm not sure I could be wrong. However, the point is, is that there's different renderings of the play. And 
the main theme throughout every play, no matter which one it is, is that there is a woman named Okiku, and she is of a lower social class, whether that be a servant or is she, they usually said she's like a maid or a servant. And then there is the protagonist who is called uh, Aoyama or Asiyama. They're all like different types of that name um, spelled differently. So either the first name is Aoyama or Asiyama, and then the last name is different. So one of the last names is Hariyama or Tatsusuken. And then another one has Tessin as the first name, and the last name is Aoyama. But anyways, so you have the servant or maid girl of Okiko, and then you have the protagonist, Aoyama. That's just what we're going to call him in this one. And it's basically where Aoyama wants Okiku to be his lover or marry him. And she doesn't like him for one reason or another, whether she's betrothed to somebody else or she's just like, you're an asshole, even though you're a samurai and I don't like you. And what happens is to try and persuade Oki, Okiku to marry him or be his lover or whatever it is, since she's a maid and she takes care of the housework around the manor, what he does is, I guess in um, Japanese culture, there's something called deft or delft plates, which are basically like heirloom plates, and they're supposed to be 10 total. And in Japanese culture at this time, if the person that was taking care of the household or if anybody that was in the household were to break one of these plates, it was punishable by death. So Aoyama wants Okiku to marry him or be whatever with her. And she's like, no, you smell bad. You're mean. I don't like you. So what he does to try and persuade her to love him or be with him is he breaks one of the 10 plates. And he, uh, what is it, blames it on her or tricks her to thinking that she did do it. And he's like, if you marry me or become my lover, then I won't tell the household that you did it. Well, it'll just be our secret. And even with that, because, you know, she'll die if he tells people that she broke the plate, even though she didn't, because she's like, I didn't break the plate. I don't understand. So like, she's, like, she's counting the plates, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and she can't find the 10th one. So Aoyama's like, you got to either be with me or it's, it's off with your head, lady friend. And she's like, well, you're stinky and you're mean, and I don't want to be with you anyways. And he's so mad. He she, like, she would rather die than be with him for whatever reason it is in the story. And the different plays and the different renderings of this play, it all ends with her dying one way or another, whether it's long or drawn out and quick, short and quick, but she ends up at the bottom of a well because Aoyama puts her there or she falls there or whatever it is. And after she dies, her spirit haunts him or whoever it is that broke the plate and tried to frame it on her. And the way she haunts them is by counting one through nine. And when she gets to the ninth plate, she just screams. <laughs> and it ends up like, I don't know, driving the person insane, whether it's Aoyama or I know there's another story where it's like a mistress of the house that tries to flame Okiku, tries to frame Okiku, and then she goes insane. There's only one story or one rendition of the play that I was able to find where one of the neighbors actually was able to catch the spirit because Aoyama was like, I'm going to go insane. If I don't get this 
spirit lady to stop counting these plates. And I guess the like comic relief of it was the neighbor from the other manor comes over. And when she goes to count to nine and before she can scream, he screams 10. And I guess the, the spirit of Okiku is like, God damn it. Thank you. And then she's gone because the 10th plate was found in her regard because the one neighbor shouted 10, but interesting because these plates could be so dark and just like manipulative. There was only one that I think was based off of the play of William Shakespeare with Romeo and Juliet, where it was more of a romantic tragedy. Um, and then the one where it was more of like a romantic comedy. But again, the very first rendition of the play has Okiku who gets framed for bra- breaking the 10th plate and Aoyama wants to have her be his lover. And she says, no, anyways. And then he does like unspeakable things where she ends up dying at the bottom of a well. And it's just like really horrible and gruesome. And, you know, it was entertainment at the time. People didn't have TV. They didn't have like South Park and whatnot. So my question for M is, I believe that it's very probable that little Suzuki named the doll after Okiku because no matter what, she was like a really pretty girl and she had whatever because she would have had names or like an understanding of this place since she was born in 1918 and in 1741 these plays came out. And like this was the other anime or the other story of Okiku that animes were based off of. There's animes that have been created off of Okiku the doll with... um. Akichi Suzuki as one of the main characters and the doll being haunted from his sister. Um, But then there's also animes that have branched off from the play, um, Bancho Sarayashiki. Okay, so then what's her name? Whose name? The little girl. We don't know. It's either Kyoko or Kikuko. I don't know. They're telling me weird things about, like, Japanese names that I don't understand because I'm not Japanese. Hmm. Like how things sound the same. It's like the same name, but they write it differently, but it's pronounced similarly. I'm not entirely sure if that makes any sense. Oh, so like Kikoko could be Okiku backwards. Yes. Or like, I, uh, uh, what is it called? A pseudonym or something? I don't know if you like got that information from researching or if you saw spirit told you. I felt like she didn't name the doll after herself. I think well, her yes, name. I don't think she did either. I think her name is Kikoku, but Kyoko is something that I can spell or say because I've heard it before. Yeah. And but I think. I feel like she might have named the doll after this, after the person in the play. No. I think that thing manipulated people into thinking its name was that. Mm. Wait, into Okiku? The one that's in the play. Ah, yeah. Okay. No, I get it. It's the dark spirit in the play, no? Well, that's the weird thing is whether the little girl named her doll Okiko after the person in this play, which could be a hypothesis. I, my question to you is, do you think that whether the little girl named the doll after the woman Okiko in the play, do you think that now that people have a common knowledge of the doll and the paranormal activity around it that they have put the energy and like, I don't know, the negative connotation or the connotations from the play onto the doll to give it more energy. I think the doll did it to them. Mm. 
I think the doll gave the idea to them because I have this really dark thing that I told you about looks like the alien mm-hmm. saying its name over and over again. I think it found the play and was like, I'm like this. I'm going to tell other people so they realize what I am. Interesting. Because this girl in the play wasn't bad. She was never like a negative character, I don't think. Yes. She was always. But her spirit comes back to haunt people, right? Yes. So you have this innocent soul who passes and then has to haunt things. What does this thing do? Ah, it's portrayed as an innocent soul that haunts things. Yes. She comes back evil and scary. That's why it's like doing that. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It likes the name Okiku. Got it. A lot. And as long as it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's disgusting. (laughs) You know, it's like I manipulated them in the same way I manipulate them to think my hair is growing and then I have teeth in my mouth. Uh, Did I say that? I think I did. Yeah. Because I said the word gums and it was weird. You did. Because I was trying to be spoopy. I explained how that could possibly happen within someone's sight or vision. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I just thought it was interesting because, yeah, if if it was named Okiku specifically so that, I mean, I don't know if it's specific, but it definitely, I feel like the name being the same as the character for the play is the one thing that helps get it power for sure. Well, yeah, that's why it told people that's what its name is. <laughs> I don't think they like consciously knew what they were saying, Mm -hmm. which is why they don't know what the girl's name is anymore. Mm. Does that make sense? Like the same way they had dreams about things. They just like very subtly had dreams that this doll's name was this Akiku over and over and over and over again until it manifested into that. Uh, Yeah, because it's not it's not about the little girl. It's just about using the people to get energy yeah so they were given the little piece of information and they made it into what it is yeah exactly gross yeah Yeah. do you have any questions do i have questions i don't know i just thought that it was interesting i've never heard of this doll before and i only could find this same information either completely stripped of all of its sort of like frou-frou whatever's because a lot of, you know, the, with paranormal and metaphysical stuff, people really like to spruce it up and, like, fear monger and stuff and, like, get mm-hmm. real. Oh, for sure. One one website was so freaking ridiculous. Really? I almost wanted to write in and be like, you're wrong and you're rude. They were like, and little Oki, uh, Okiku died of yellow fever, clutching the doll and gasping for breath. What came first? Did the, was the demon there before she died? <sighs> That's what I can't tell because I can't tell who's telling me that. Yeah, I can't tell either because I had an idea that when um, Akichi got the doll, that it's like he got it from a place that might have been weird. He's like, no, it wasn't. It's telling us that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's lying to us. Yeah, that's what I figured. They like to say, I've been here forever. Yeah. You, you can't can get, never rid, get me. rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, what was I saying? I don't remember now. Oh, how frou-frou and everything is, like, with, you know, fear-mongering and stuff for things, like, content-related things for topics that we cover. Yeah, one one podcast where I got the holy trinity of haunted dolls, that's literally where I got it from. This one source was so funny. They're like, we know the American holy trinity of haunted dolls, Chucky, Annabelle, and Robert, but have you heard of the other places? And then it was like, 
And then Japan enters and they're like, America, step aside. You think you have haunted dolls? Hold my beer. Jesus. It was literally the most ridiculous thing. And then the whole thing with yellow fever, I was like, I don't think it was yellow fever. I definitely think it was the flu or a cold, which is just different versions of the same thing, kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing that this one source said was like, um, something about Japan being in feudalism still. And it, in 1918, Japan was not in feudalism because the feudalist era or like, I don't know, government type way of life ended in 1912. So it would have been after feudalism. So I wanted to be like, not only are you wrong, <laughs> but you're also fear mongering and you're wrong. Yeah. It was uh-huh. so silly. Some of the things that I was reading, but the the stuff that I shared today was things that I could cross reference with the limited amount of sources that I could find. So it Did was you know cute. that there's another doll that they call the aging doll? No. It gets it appears older each day or something. That's weird. Yeah. I would call it like Benjamin Button. <laughs> well, I don't know if it has like an actual name, but it like ages. That's I really- saw like a YouTube thing on it. Not that I know if that's true or not. However, I just saw it in passing. Does it actually age, though? Have you seen, like, like, pictures or something? Did you watch a video? I just saw a thumbnail because I was like, that sounds dumb. Mm. (laughs) I have one last thing that I wanted to add in here because it's the only other thing that I um, got, like, medium information about that I think was not, like, infiltrated or anything was another haunted doll's name is Ruby. What do you see for that? I just want to talk about it because Bagel Bites talks about it or he's referenced in this. Is it an American doll? Mm. Because they're showing me things from like my childhood that I used to wear that were like aged. Interesting. I mean, it's an American doll, but not like the brand. Yeah, no. Like a doll from America. Yeah, it is. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I have like you have like PTSD because you did not know that I was gonna pull some weeb shit out on you. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, this is so Emily. It has to be. You have to do Japan. Do another Japanese doll. Watashi wa niko desu. You know, a doll from America because the Yawaimo. Uh, Sorry. What they're wearing is American attire. Are are they in red or am I just thinking that because you said ruby? I think you're just thinking that. That's because what I thought I said too. Ruby. Okay. Is she a brown hair? Um, well, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think so. But let me just tell you what it is really quick. Okay. Yeah, I think her hair is supposed to look like blonde. Oh, this is the one with a whole bunch of spirits attached to it. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm very confused. Because I'm seeing all of the spirits. Ah, I get the same thing, but then one speaks to me on behalf of all of them. But they're all that? human spirits. Because they're telling me it's different for me. <laughs> ah, yeah. I see like an older woman who shows me that she had the doll when she was a little girl until she was an older woman. But I see hmm. like a whole... T- what does she look like? Um, She has like light brownish, like okay. dirty blonde hair. I and see the same person. Yeah, it's kind of frizzy like mine a little bit, but it's like put together very nicely like it's clean and she tried to style it but she's wearing like um i don't know older style clothing but definitely the 19th century or the 20th century Mm -hmm. so yeah she's really she's really pretty but she talks on behalf of it 
So the caption says, Ruby is a porcelain doll with a penchant for moving around from place to place. Currently residing in the traveling museum of the paranormal and the occult, she comes from mysterious origins. Oh, wait, no, Bagel Bagel Bites isn't a part of this one. He's a part of the one that I didn't like. Um, Maybe, I don't know. Anyways, it says, she comes from mysterious origins. Her previous owners said she had originally belonged to a little girl in the family who died while holding the toy. Following the tragedy, the doll was passed down through generations until coming to her current residence at the museum. Visitors often report experiencing an overwhelming fear of sorrow radiating radiating from Ruby. Do you see like a whole bunch of people? Like I see men, I see women. Why are there souls? Like why are there so many souls? I don't know. Because they're showing me like that thing from Harry Potter that Dumbledore puts all his memories in. It like holds a whole bunch of things like they're getting sucked into it. Yeah, it's weird. But Are they like stuck to the stall? Mm. I've never seen something stuck to something like that. I don't know. But you see them though. It's just like a whole room of people. They can't all own this doll. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I don't know if it's like sorrow or not, but I feel like it's the fact that people think that there's something attached to this doll and it's been passed down through family generations that it's like, which with each passing, pieces of people like, I don't know, get stuck to it or something. That would make sense of what they're showing me because of the memories being put into that Dumbledore thing, chamber pot. Yeah, chamber pot is where people poop, but great. Okay. Um, (laughs) From Lizzie Borden. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. She's telling me that it's not like, like it is sorrow, but it's sorrow for like not letting go of the past. That's how she explains it to me. Yeah. Same thing. I don't know. Memories. It's weird. But I just wanted to know if you saw all the people too. Because I think that it moves because of like residual things of people that it's in the doll with it or like associated with it. I'm think- seeing that there's a man that moves the doll. Yeah. But is it the but full spirit of him? I don't know how to like explain what Yeah, no, it's like some sort of spiritual being that moves the doll. And I don't get it. I don't know. Because I don't see a dark thing. Because usually dark things are the things that make things flip upside down because they're the ones seeking energy. Yeah. No, it gives me a very neutral feeling. It's like the flip of a coin. It doesn't matter what side it's going to land on. Like heads or tails doesn't matter. But I see like this man and he holds the doll in his right hand and he just like, I don't know. It's like app like apparates from one place to the next and moves the yeah. doll. Because I see more than one person moving it. Oh, I only see one person doing it. I'll see the doll and then I'll see someone walk past it and then it will move somewhere else. And then I see another person walk past it and it'll move somewhere else. I don't know. It makes me feel like a magnet, but like a magnet that's fuzzy. Yes. (laughs) Like the electromagnetic whatever that makes magnets work, the energy between it feels fuzzy. It's weird. Can you talk to the other spirits in the doll? Like are they actually there? Yeah, but when they talk, it's like a whole group of people mumbling. Like, like I can't make it out. That's why the one woman speaks. But I, I don't know. She's just like, these are memories of people. Exactly. Or people's memories. Because she's the one that is the most sentient in the doll. It's so weird. I feel like she might have been an aunt of the little girl that passed. I don't think the little girl's attached to it at all. Yeah. Not at all. But I don't understand why so many things get attached to it but yeah she's like it's not actual people it's like pieces of people Mm -hmm. it's like recording memories yeah it's like residual things but they're like more solid i don't know i just you know like wild 
when you listen to a TV show and they like have people talking all at once because it's just like background noise of like being in a subway or something. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Yeah, that's why I asked you. Because I was like, I know this only this only woman speaks because nothing else can. Because it's not a, a sentient being in there. That's really weird. Okay. Uh-huh. I feel like I should read this one to you just because maybe. What is it? The doll's name is Lily. And this one has, this one's related to Zach Bacon's Bagel Bites. Is she blonde? No. Well, mm, (laughs) I'm not sure if you're talking to the soul in the doll or the doll itself. Because I don't know what the soul related to the doll is or what she would look like. They show me the girl from Allison... Alice in Wonderland, the little blonde girl. Me too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, a little bit different. Yeah. I see the girl from um I don't remember what the what the name what the name of the movie was, but it was a a movie based in Germany during World War Two, I think, or World War One. I. I think it was World War Two. And the main character the main character's name was Liesel and it looks like her kind of. Did they make the doll look really scary? Yes. She's, like, pissed off about it. Mm. She's, like, this person wanted to, like, get clout for this doll, but it's not that big a deal. Mm. It makes me angry. Yeah, I get, like, a... I don't know. I feel like there's energy associated with the doll, but then there's energy associated with the girl. The girl's not in the doll. She's just associated with the doll. Yeah, I think people need to understand that. All right, well, let me show you what she... Well, let me show you what Ruby looks like. (laughs) Ah, yeah. It's weird. Got you. And then this is what Lily looks like. Lily is creepy. Ruby looks like a quintessential little American doll with like pink rosy red lips and like curly temple kind of hair and blue eyes wearing like a blue and white polka dot dress. And she would be like the normal size of a doll. Now Lily, however, has like dark brown hair she looks like the girl from that scary movie. What is that scary movie called? The Grudge. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so the caption says, Now residing at Zach Bagan's of Ghost Adventures Haunted Museum, Lily was made during the 1800s in Germany and features real human hair. According to the museum's Facebook post, she, would dis- she was discovered by an antiques dealer who took her home, but, quote, began having reoccurring nightmares about a little girl who had a very bad accident. She was subsequently put up for sale at the antique shop. On one occasion, a customer's little girl spoke to the doll for three hours, interacting with her like a fellow child. The child then informed the proprietor that Lily was the little girl that had been subjected to, quote, extreme violence when first encountering the doll. Bagans reported that he felt an immense energy radiating from the figurine. (laughs) Sorry. When was it haunted before or after he got it? Because they keep saying, he filled it with black magic. <laughs> like from Harry Potter. Um, I think it was haunted before he got it, but after he got it, um, different things have been drawn to it. But I feel like I th- now there's a dark thing in there, like puppet masters things. Well, I don't think that the dark thing has been inside of it yet. I think the the way she's showing it to me is on the left-hand side, it's like, this is a space that she could feel safe for a second. But then on the outside of it, I see all of these dark black things that are trying to manipulate the doll physically itself, but they can't actually infiltrate it. 
It's interesting that we see the same thing, but differently. Because <laughs> I see the doll and I see a dark thing with like... Um, Hang those, loose hands? Well, those Gnarly things. waves, man. She like put her fingers out. Are they... What is that doll you were telling me Puppet. about? Um, marionettes. Yes. They like puppets things. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like they can't really touch the doll. They can only, they can only, um, what is it? Influence the things around the doll. Yeah. I think he did that. Yeah. Cause he was like, look how scary it is. It's haunted. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, I hate it. Yeah. I think that the doll looks scary, but that's just because. It's old. I, think they, I mean, it's from the 1800s, but... Made it look like that. Ah, you think maybe they changed the way it yes. looks. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. All I know is that I, when they say that a little girl who had a very bad accident, that is not the little girl itself. That is the little girl saying how they portrayed her death. Ah. I feel like she did have, quote, extreme violence, like the little girl that spoke to her said. But her passing was pushed off as a bad accident. But someone actually killed her. That's what she tells me. What was it haunted by before the dark things were there? She's explaining it to me as... Because I feel like she's telling me that she's like the girl in Alice in Wonderland. I think she has connections with fae or fae-like beings, but I could be wrong because I feel like things disappeared and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. The way she's explaining it to me is that the reason it had like weird, bad energy mm -hmm. um, and that things started happening, what did it say? Began having reoccurring nightmares about a little girl who had a very bad accident. I think that mm. that was the little girl. That was her. She was like, yeah. hey- Someone needs to freaking listen to me. And this dude was like, you're a little girl and you're weird and you're in my house. So get oh out. God. And she's just still not getting help from anybody because somebody hurt her. They killed her. So like, obviously, if that was the last thing that she had, because this dude, I mean, where did he say that he got it? He discovered um, by an antique dealer. I don't. I don't know. We'd have to know where the antique dealer got her from, but I'm saying that the reason this antique dealer had nightmares about her was like similar to Lenny when we did our um, oh, yeah. video. He, she needed someone to talk to, mm -hmm. but instead of being like, I'm so sorry, I, I hear you and I see you, which was what they should have done. They were like, this is scary. And then gave it to someone else. And then the person that ended up getting it is Zach Bagans. And he's like, wow, that's great. I have immense energy radiating from the figurine. It's like, actually, it's probably the immense energy around you <laughs> because of all the things that you do. And uh, now you're allowing weird, dark things to spiral around it like Dementors in the sky. Well, yeah, no, she's showing me when she had it. Oh, I don't know. That would be like while she had it. She might have. Fairies are a German folklore, aren't they? I don't know. They have. I think they're in everything. No, in everything. <laughs> yeah, because um, she's showing me like she's like Alice in Wonderland. She had the like crazy imagination, mm. so she's able to no. see things. No, it's that the doll um allowed her to have thoughts like that, given ah. the horrible um place that she was in god damn it i'm gonna Got fucking it. cry because that's what she was showing me i was like what is this yeah no you understand it allowed her to dissociate yeah got it mm, my heart hurts god yeah. damn it because like 
every time I get cartoon characters, it's not because they just look at them, look like them. It's because of their story relates because they could show us any blonde girl. But yeah, that's why I was like, why are you the girl from Alice in Wonderland? But that makes more sense. I don't know. Hang on. Okay, we thought about it. I needed a second because it was weird. I don't, yeah. I mm, Can you explain what we just said? <laughs> I mean, kind of it came out of your mouth. I know, but I don't remember what it was because I'm listening to so many things. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, mm, it's not that she, she's passed over and that she isn't passed over. The thing that, like the dark thing that tries to move it is messing with the perception of what I'm seeing, I think, right? Yeah, because she was trying to explain that she was seeing the parts that weren't, the parts that she didn't like about herself, the dark parts, were left behind within the physical realm, and she has passed over as someone else. But the things that she was seeing that were dark about her personality that she supposedly left behind wasn't, it's not her, it's the dark things around the doll manipulating our perception since it is physically here. Yeah, she's saying... Because I can see, like, the happy part of her, like, in spirit, which would be, like, heaven on my right side. But the weird thing on the left-hand side after we just got done saying that it's the dark stuff manipulating us or manipulating my perception of it, uh, ugh, it's really gross. I don't like it. I feel like it's crawling up my arm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got out of that with Okiku. Now I got it on this one. Jesus. It's gross. But, um, Yeah. So I feel like she doesn't haunt the doll anymore. I do feel like when the little girl was talking to the doll, though, she was talking to the spirit of the girl. Because, like, she's still associated with it, but she's not bound by it. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. Yeah. So any immense radiating energy is from the weird things that (laughs) is from this dude who's like, this doll is haunted, and all of the dark things around him are like, we can make that happen for you. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just glad that the little girl is quote unquote okay. I don't know. I don't know if I, I've never heard anyone else cover this doll. I've never even heard of this doll before. But like, I don't know. It's really weird. I think it's interesting that that's what she showed you with Alice in Wonderland and that then she explained it to me. Yes. Because I feel like any, because she's telling me that any other bad things that have happened after this man having a dream about a little girl or this antique dealer um, who had reoccurring nightmares about the little girl that had a very bad accident. That definitely was her. But after that, I feel like someone was able to help her pass over and feel at peace. And now she hangs around the doll because, like, she can. Yeah. And people ask questions. So, like, that little girl isn't going to have the, uh, I don't know, preconceived notion of, like, I don't know, um, whatever it was, that, like the stories that they're making up. So this is one person that she can tell her story to, mm-hmm. which will help her soul heal. Oh, the little girl's the one that helped her pass over. That's so cute. That's why she's already passed over. Because I mm-hmm. asked her and I was like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And that's why she was like showing me in heaven. Oh, that's so freaking cute. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah, she's like, I've been trying to tell people for so long. 
that she's crossed over? No, what happened? And the little girl listened. Oh, that's and what like, you mean. Didn't have a scary thing about it. She's like, because everything was so scary. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. I showed M that the doll helped me keep everything out of like, it's it's literally like she went crazy yeah. before she passed because that's the only way she could deal with it. Yeah, that's why it's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I never get characters where the story doesn't matter. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's so weird. And then Liesl from the one movie, it was really sad because, like, I don't remember. I remember watching the movie, and it was really, really, really good, but I don't remember the ending of it. But, I mean, it was, like, in Germany when all of the bad things started happening. So it would make sense because she was German. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, this girl was always really happy, even though all of the bad things were happening with the country and the war. Um. Wow. Oh, wow. You got anything else to say about haunted dolls? Yeah, I do. What? Why do dolls normally get haunted? What's up with that? Because <laughs> I, I gave my answer of what they told me in the, the video. What is your answer? My answer is the same thing. Is it? Well, <laughs> I don't use a horcrux because I don't actually understand what the horcrux is because I never watched all of the Harry Potter movies from what beginning to end, like ever. They I've- said, <laughs> in order for you to split your soul so that you could come back if someone killed you, okay? Dude, I that's- don't want to come back. Well, if you're Voldemort, you want to come back. You got to be immortal. I think if I was Voldemort, I would want a nose job. The only way to split your soul is to kill someone because it leaves that part of you behind. So it that part of you attaches to an object, which then becomes the whole crux. So that's what they used to explain to me. When someone dies, it's like losing a piece of yourself, which is why dark energy is attached or comes to it attracted to it got it but one of the things they were showing me in our youtube video about why why dolls get haunted is a couple reasons in the sense that as human beings we have a natural instinct to be very cautious about things that look like us but are a little bit off so that's what dolls are so because of our negative connotation of Dolls are scary because they're a little bit human and a little bit not. That allows for dark things to manipulate that to make them even more scary. But at the same time, because they look human, they can be equated to little girls, especially because they are already associated with them by owning them. And if they look like the little girl, like if you got an American Girl doll, the actual American Girl dolls, you usually get one that looks like you. Do you have an American Girl doll? No, but I always wanted one. Really? They're really expensive. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't they like hundreds of dollars? Yeah. Jeez, it was like Build-A-Bear, but for yourself, which I thought was weird. Again, I used to play with uh, like my tomboy friends in elementary school. One of them, we used to actually take the Barbie dolls from like her older sister because, well, we would take Barbie dolls and rip their arms and legs off and then cut off their hair. It was yeah, like had- some weird ritualistic thing that we did when we were seven. I had a giant uh life-size barbie but it was a rapunzel doll and i just slowly cut its hair it did not grow back unfortunately Uh (laughs) (laughs) mattel are you listening um (laughs) but yeah that's why dolls specifically get haunted for humans because we have this weird affiliation with dolls in the sense that a lot of people think they are scary and then there's the other odd people that are like i think it looks like someone that passed so i'm 
now emotionally attached to it, but not emotionally attached to it in a positive way. It's more of a desperation, I'm upset that this person's gone kind of way, which is why the Annabelle doll and this Okiku doll have the same kind of story. The last thing we could talk about is that Robert doll. Is it Robert? Yeah. We could talk about that. I know people want us to. Yeah, we should save that for something else. Yeah, I think we should do an entire episode about that because you said in the last time too yeah of i know something that you don't know (laughs) do da do da um yeah but i don't know human souls can inhabit uh dolls if they want to but again it's a choice i think because we felt who's that girl on tiktok that has a haunted doll are we allowed to say her name on here you can if you want to. I don't know what her name is. I don't know what her name is. <laughs> oh, well, there's a girl on TikTok that has a haunted doll, and we've talked to this If you're soul. on paranormal TikTok, you know who she is, because uh-huh. she's very popular within the paranormal community, and she has a doll with her. I forget what the doll's name is as well, so. Yeah, I don't remember either, but uh, yeah, we've talked to the, the soul of the little girl in the doll, and God, there's so many too, there's too many dark things around us now. I hate it. Cause I'm oh, like, are they all lying to you now? Yeah, they're all lying to me. They're like, the things that you're thinking right now aren't even true. And I'm like, no, these are actually my thoughts right now, so you can fuck <laughs> off. It's like the opposite of when you ask me, how do you know you're actually talking to a dead person? It's literally the opposite. It's like, I actually know that the thing that's fucking with my mind right now is not a dead person. It's a dark thing. And they're actually making like fun of the <laughs> thoughts that are my own. It's like, yeah, can I also say <laughs> there's a crawl space next to us? And for the last hour that we have been filming, don't this, you fucking say anything I until literally we're done. see Okuko Hawking's head creaking out of their crawl space oh, that's next to us. The whole side of my head just got goosebumps. So sorry. And that's only that's what I've been experiencing the entire time we've been doing this. She's up there. That's disgusting. I'm uh-huh. going to ignore it. Literally, the whole side of my neck just has goosebumps. And my it happens neck. in spits. Like the record player, like I was explaining, she like shows up in places and is like, "Hi, I'm scary." Girl, that's disgusting. What were you saying? Um, I don't even that, remember now. that girl's oh doll on yeah. TikTok. Well, Emma asked me. She's like, you know, there's this girl that's always on our TikTok feed. What do you think about her haunted doll? And I was like, haunted doll? That's hilarious. And she's like, no, no, no. We have to actually be serious. And I was like, okay, hang on. <laughs> and I do actually think that the doll is haunted by a spirit of a little girl, and the spirit of the little girl. Uh, told me that she like crossed in America, um, you know, Oregon Trail style, and then got to the American Southwest when it was like cowboy style. Like, mm-hmm. what is the old spaghetti westerns or something? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> but, anyways, I think she didn't have a lot of family when she got there. She was kind of like her family died and she was given to somebody that was extended family that had reached the settlement before her. And for whatever reason, some man gave her this doll, which is the doll that the girl on TikTok has now. And she um, was like, well, I accidentally died. It happens. It was Oregon Trail, you know. Jesus. <laughs> and she's in the doll because she looks like the doll. So I, for whatever reason, it's just where she wants to be. And it's interesting. But also, if you uh, want to worship a doll and put your sadness into it, dark things might attach itself to them and then use your memories to manipulate you. So this doll... Or both, because I think Robert the doll has uh, both. Interesting. Yeah. But we'll talk about it later. I'm not sure. This doll on TikTok, a lot of people in the paranormal community believe that dolls get haunted because... 
people think that souls are looking for a body to be in, which again, they were telling me that that's not the case. It's because we have a weird affiliation with human things that look human, but aren't. But I think it's odd that a human spirit is, is she like attached to the doll? Like she's not crossed over, is she? Uh, she's kind of sassy. <laughs> I know she is. So, like, when I ask her about being crossed over, she's like, yes, but I like it. She likes being here. Does she like being with the person that she's with? No, she, she was with another person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't know. She talks really weird. She only tells you what she wants to tell you, and she's very, like, blunt and um, yeah. she's very black and white about it, if that makes any sense, but. She's like, I'm black and white about it in a gray area because I don't want to tell you everything. Oh, what is it? Lola. Ah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. The doll Lola on TikTok. If you know, you know. Mm, But I think she's just sassy. So it's interesting. Yeah. But there you go, guys. Haunted dolls. We'll do more. If you have different, like, cool dolls that you want us to cover, great. If they're, like, obscure, like Okiku cool beans if they're not let us know but i don't know the reason i don't want to cover robert is because apparently the other like i only know robert's a doll from one podcast that i mentioned (laughs) before because i love them and i won't get into it again but um they had problems with their viewers of this podcast that i listened to writing into them and they're like i was severely haunted for weeks after listening to this podcast and like (laughs) i was not severely haunted but also, I don't know. You weren't thinking that you could. Like, you uh, well, protected yourself. Mm, uh. I guess so, in one way or another. That's what he's saying. But like, Yes, because you are aware that it could happen. Whereas the normal person isn't necessarily aware that listening to a podcast about something haunted could cause hauntings. Mm, which so. we talk about in episode whatever I said before. 44? I think 44. Yeah, so you weren't consciously being like i am putting up the wards you were just like please don't haunt me <laughs> yeah i was that like great that's cool <laughs> have a nice day thank you <laughs> i am done listening to you now so please do not continue to speak to me <laughs> yeah so anyways we're gonna go upstairs because now em told me that the weird fucking crawl space behind me has a doll's face yeah, i have a it. weird thing with the crawl spaces in my house you guys there was a dark thing that was tapping in my kitchen that I like to be in the, the crawl space which is under the kitchen Makes sense. And then you told me there was something else. Oh, you no. were telling me there was a man, and you just told me to put something, like, crystal-wise in my crawl space so that when things... When did don't... I say that? When there was, like, a man in my house that was, like, angry about how he passed and how the people... Oh, your neighbors were... or something? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You were telling me to put, like, a crystal in front of my crawl spaces so that things stop coming in through them. Oh, I did not remember that. <laughs> Past Olivia. Yeah, so I have weird things in my crawl spaces. I think this was the longest podcast yet. I hope so. This is a good one. This is a good one. This is a good You're one. A good one. I can't wait. Towel. I can't wait till we do Robert the doll. I mean, it's it was really like, scoop, scoopy. Spoopy. Em is a little disconjointed, but Em was really excited. Guys, again, we cover haunted things in haunted places, and then one of us doesn't know anything about it, and then the other one does the research. So I, Em was excited. Because, like, what? You've... What? I had you do LaLaurie, but that's about it. 
Yeah, and I just saw the dark things in La Lori. Yeah. <laughs> and then the odd person that was there that's also angry. While I stress sweated down to my waistband. <laughs> While you ignored everything I said to you and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, our patrons. Oh yeah, I was going to pull that up like an hour ago. <laughs> oh gosh. To our patrons, Trinity. Avery. Also Trinity. I'm so excited you're here. Cassandra. Anthony. Violet. Peyton. Verena. Allie. Mac. Autumn. Thias. Victoria. Jenny. Laurel. Brianna. Antia. Bradley. Sandy. Sherry. Christina. Sushi. Anita. Katie. Charles. Jen. Holly. Krista. Flo. Abby. Malake? Malake. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all to our patrons. If anyone listening is interested in becoming a patron. And talking to us about dolls on our Discord. Yeah. Whatever tier of Patreon you join, you get access to the Discord server and you can talk to us like a We could add a haunted section on Discord. We should. We should also add a crystals section. Yeah, we should. Because I can do that. Everyone's been all excited about crystals now that Mercury's out of Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my idea, but it's hilarious. Gatorade. I do not own the rights to that funny. Um, <laughs> dude, I did come up with a really funny thing though. Wow. So, well, we were talking about Patreon, but I have to tell you my funny one. Bed Bath and the by the Beyond is hilarious. I think Flo came up with that she one did. since we're talking about Patreon. The best towel in Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> The beyond. The beyond. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was thinking about my friend Jake, who's really bad at keeping secrets, like really bad. As soon as you tell him something, he tells everybody. And then when you look at him with a straight dead ass face, he will tell you, No, I kept your secret. And I'm like, oh. Well then how does fucking Jesus himself know? Okay. <laughs> he literally came up to me and was like, Jake showed me your funny Christmas party picture from the office party in the secret box when you pull the secret string. And he actually gave me the box it's and Spongebob pulled the string. from the Christmas party. But I've been trying to figure out how to like, I don't know, Bradley talks funny. We make funny jokes. And this is my funny. And Bradley actually laughed. That's why I'm telling you. Because my mm. fiance, when I say things that are funny because I'm freaking hilarious, literally gives me nothing. Nothing. So because you're punny. When somebody has a very hard time keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. My new slang mm-hmm. is that they have looser lips than a shit-faced llama. Wow. That's hilarious. I like how you laughed at that. <laughs> it made Bradley laugh. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I want to like make it into a t-shirt where like, you know how camels do that thing where it looks like toothpaste coming out of their mouth, but That's I want to put it on a llama that, that is, is rainbow not colored going to look like toothpaste with those cool sunglasses. I think that could be taken weirdly. I hope it is. Okay. I mean, if you read a shirt that looks like that, a rainbow llama with like snowboarder glasses, like those those snowboarder glasses that all the cool dudes wear now. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll make his lips look funny. Do something fun. And it says looser lips than a shit face llama. That's hilarious. You guys want to join Patreon? <laughs> Patreon. Welcome to the Bed Bath and the Beyond. How may we help you? The towel section. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Towels is fun. Tell them why they should join Patreon. Because it's really fun. You it's literally like a group well Discord server of every tier. So if you 
can only give $3 and be a sidekick, that's freaking great. We're excited. And you will be able to wake up every morning and be welcomed into a group chat forum server where you can talk about all things spiritual, metaphysical, and in between. It's super fun. And then if you get higher tiers, which is like what? We got the Akasha Castle. We got the Harmonic Forest. We have the Cloud Plane and the Infinite Domain. You get super cool stuff. We do live streams. Uh, every first Wednesday, Wednesday of the month. And since our Patreon, Patreon is so super cool, we do a live Zoom. So instead of just like writing things in and you don't know if the we're going to answer you or whoever it is that you're a patron of is going to answer you, we literally give you the option to raise your hand while we talk about whatever cool topics it is that we're doing. And then you can talk directly to us in front of everybody. And it's a really good time. There's lots of dad jokes, uh, lots of spiritual spankings, lots of paranormal activity. By, what, behind the scenes, you get t-shirts. We're working on merch. It's going to be great, guys. So if you are interested in being a part of a worldwide paranormal metaphysical community in a welcoming and understanding educational environment. With it will be no in the show notes, my dude. Lack of dad jokes. It will be in the show notes. <laughs> what? You don't like my long dissertation? You gave me a creative freedom to do that. Yeah. And then I ended it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for Haunted Dolls. And remember, we are your metaphysics. Yeah, next week we might talk about um, either Liv's mom, who's going to come back on the, the show, or we're going to talk about nature spirits. So Dude. if you're interested in that, make sure you subscribe, follow, or do whatever you do on the podcast. What were you going to say? The Dude. nature spirits are happy today. Oh. I told you that when I first walked in the door. Don't ask me how I know. I just know. It's like a thing. It's a feeling. It's a claircognizant, clairsentient. It's a psychic medium thing that feeling. we just think everyone knows. Also, I want to give a shout out to um, New Zealand and Australia because you guys in the podcast numbers are the best towels in the bed, bath, and the beyond. <laughs> no, you guys just have been really ramping it up. And our <laughs> friends in Sweden and Finland too. You guys... The four of your nations are Jesus. the cooliest. Okay, bye. We are your meta sidekicks. Wow. <laughs> that had no feeling. Dolls. You should just have laughing in this. Crazy doll laughing. You know what I'm saying? I could try and find that. Beware the crawl space. <laughs> God.